the hottest day of the year and we've got a hot podcast for you tonight. We look back on the games against uh, Rotherham and Oxford and of course we look ahead, I'm not codding, to the Fleetwood game and we are looking ahead to the Bristol Rovers game as well. We've got the usual League One update and the general chit-chat from the boys. I am Adam and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. intro there Adam did my best you did you did yeah mm. yeah um, no Simon tonight apparently still celebrating from the uh, win against Oxford he's still got his kit on lost his phone his keys and he's stranded down in London I believe so if anybody Sounds sees like a great night yeah if anybody sees side down in London can you give him a lift back up here is he up a tree with uh, Ryan Cuncliffe yeah yeah he is and Nick Powell throwing next to some Jamie Jones. Right, Adam, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, we've got the two Adams in today. Yeah. Uh, Paul. Right. Yeah, and Gareth. Good, yeah, thanks. Yeah, so uh, we all seem a bit down considering we've just got promoted. Got <laughs> <laughs> sunburn. I think that's what it could be. It could be. Talking of promotion, uh, we'll take a look at a rather drab game on Saturday against Rotherham for starters. So, can you give us some stats from that game, Gareth? Yes, the stats from the game Wayne Athletic versus Rotherham on Saturday. Possession 52% to the Latics, 48% to Rotherham. Attempts. Wigan managed 11 attempts, Rotherham 7. On target, both teams managed 2 attempts on target. Both teams had 2 corners. Fouls committed. The Latics committed 10 fouls to 14 by Rotherham. One yellow card to Wigan. Rotherham got 3 yellow cards. No reds, no bloody goals either. <laughs> I think that's, that's about some, some bad game, oh really, isn't it? Leave on. Yeah. Uh, too much to say about it. Is there? Nick Paul got injured. Mm-hmm. Went off. Yeah. Uh, we had a nice uh, introduction to pre-match, didn't we? With the ball being delivered. I think <laughs> the ball being delivered after it had been hidden. Yeah. If you notice, before they arrived, the ball was on the centre spot, which somebody hastily shifted. Do you think that contributed to that? Like, like the little starts. You know, yes. like coming on the pitch, yeah. getting ready to kick off, then going off and it yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, from what I can gather, the parachutists arrived late. Mm-hmm. So they should have arrived before the players came out. Yeah, uh, nobody was going to tell them all, were they? Well, you can't, can <laughs> you? Yeah. You know, how would you tell them? You stand in the middle of the pitch and wave at them so they come down faster. Yeah. So I wonder if it was the referee who said, no, we have to get out on the pitch then. You know, you'd, you'd have thought they'd have said, hang on. I, I just think nobody pitch. said anything. Yeah. And they've just done what they normally do at the time they normally do it. They, they started pretty quick, didn't they, rather than yeah, five, ten minutes. Could be too up, couldn't they? They were one of the best sides we've played. Yeah. yeah. I was just was going to here, bear in mind that that's only like mm. a snapshot. But they certainly deserve credit. The yeah, lad up front, I don't know what his Smith. name is. Smith. He was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he gave Dan Byrne his hardest game. I thought they were, they were physical and committed without quite tipping into dirty. You know, like the cricketers cheat with the saliva and the lip salve and the sweets rather than pitch up with the sandpaper. They were, they were right on the limit of acceptable because Dan Byrne's shirt was getting tugged here and there. And 
I thought Dan Byrne gave it a little bit out as well. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I liked was that neither really moaned about it, did they, Byrne or Smith. They just got on with the game, and sometimes you like to see that little interesting battle, don't you, between two players, two honest pros going at it. So, dual game, got a point. Uh, we were slipping off the summit for a, for a little while, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> By 93rd minute equaliser. Yeah, that was excellent. So, uh, we, lacked, we lacked intensity though, didn't we? we were, I mean, we've, I think I've seen stats that about our record against teams that are, are up there. I think in the top ten we've won one and... Uh, like it's home this, not away, because if you look at us, oh, we're away, we're, we're quite, yeah, quite good. It's a mixture yeah, of things. We, I mean, if we lost, though, how many games have yeah. we lost against these top ten sides? Though, at all? No, but just all together, we've not lost many, have we? No. We've got to move more quicker against... The, ca- the counter stat to that, for me, is the fact that when you play in lower table sides at all, you're beating them. Yeah, you're picking up the three. We're not going to be able to do that next season. Well, all, all the teams. But, but then the other counter stat against good sides FA Cup, play five, won three, draw one, lost yeah, one against Premier take, League teams. Why haven't we been taking that into the league? We've been I think you said they're setting up. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you look back to the Charlton game, I think that was uh, like the blueprint for it, the way that these top ten sides have been setting up against us as time players. Very narrow, very compacted. So. We don't tend to go through the middle, do we? We tend to go down the yeah. lines. And they was defending like the six yard, eighteen yard box. So when we're knocking the balls in, we're crowded out. There's no breathing yeah. space for anybody. Well, we have, we have, the issue is, is when we have the two older midfielders, and when one's got the ball, the other one needs to be more aggressive going forward, giving someone in the middle an option. Because if we get pushed out to the wings, they're going to let us go out to the wings, and then they're going to press us, which is what Robinson did against Charlton. We were, or we, they, were, they had a block, and we couldn't get through the block because we, we were approaching the game wrong. And we didn't. I mean, last night, Rotherham at spells, we didn't. We haven't learned from those kind of games. Do you think he wanted to change? I mean, we're top of the table by three points. The top scorers and, and got the best defence. And it's seen us through this far. And do you think he thinks, why, why should I change that the way we play for one game against against you know against Blackburn or Charlton or or when Shrewsbury comes? Should I change the way we play then with the two attacking fullbacks and then he's got Jacobs and Massey either side as well supporting him? It does leave that massive hole in the middle of the field. Well, you know, I mean, we've been it as well, haven't we? And counters where teams have broke against us because we've had nobody in that in that big hole. I mean, sometimes I look at it from, from my seat on more or less the halfway line, just as, you know, the other side of the halfway line, and it's screaming for somebody to run into that space so they can just slip the ball in, and it never seems to come. It's because um, usually the, when our fullbacks haven't been as attacking as they need to be in these kind of games because Jacobs and Massey or whoever's playing in this position are always occupying the touchline. So the, the, if, if the fullbacks got forward, they'd be occupying the same space. So what you need to do is have the, the wingers narrow, give us options in the middle and let us break them down. But we don't seem to do that. We don't, we don't move the ball quick enough to break these teams down. We, we have a very lethargic kind of style of taking too many touches. Touch stop. 
Yeah, touch stop, looking up, not got many options. We have one option, like, you've got to pass it. It always slows the game down. And it feeds into these teams. That's, sorry, Paul, I don't know if you're coming, but I think that's where, I mean, I know Massey's had his critics this season, but I think that's where Massey and Bowen work so well together because they do play like, yeah, like speed like football, don't they? Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And we do get lots of breaks on that side. I thought James and Jacobs early on in the season, I thought they played it like that as well. I, I, I don't think we've been as good attacking on the left since Elder's coming in, in yeah. my view. You, you, you look at these games where, I, and I, when I listen back to the predictions from last week, apart from you with your, <coughs> your potential nil-nil, we all say, yeah, we'll paste them. And on the way down last night, I thought, what on earth are we thinking? It's going to be a chess match with them sitting deep. And we're, we're doing this left across the back, right across the back, Left across the back, right across the back, back to the keeper, and yeah, because he, Robinson, the way he sets yeah. the team up is he lets our centre backs so they keep up the ball. Yeah, we're pressing the right areas, and that's you end up in, you end up in this chess match. Yeah. And the thing with that for me is we don't. That's that's where a lot of our clean sheets come from because we've not faced teams that have actually come after us. We've got we faced teams that are setting up to try and get their own clean sheet and basically conceding one to us. The stats say. Uh, you like you like the stats, you yeah. know that we failed to score six times at home and lost two, so that's eight out of twenty-two games. That's over a third of games. So it's it's a, certainly a problem at home, not as much as it is away. Five of the five of them, I think, have been nil nils as well, haven't they? Yes. Out of those games, that could have been our sixth last night. Um, I mean, a couple of the nil nils were. Out, were Decent games, weren't they? But the others have been pretty drab affairs, haven't they? Well, going back to the stats, here's the other defence of, of that. You've got four games to play. You win two, you're promoted. You win three, you're champions. Well, we're probably promoted already, yeah, aren't we? I, yeah. I, I mean, but that's... Mm. The only yeah. Yeah. Not wanting to say, but go back to about podcast four or five, and I, and I said pretty much that our season this year is going to be away from home. The, the best games are going to be away from home because of the way that the, the opposition teams have set up against us and it's just the case that I think we said earlier didn't we some some teams have been better at it than others so some we've got away with like 2-0 wins but the games we've won 2-0 so like your Fleetwood games your Rochdale games haven't been too dissimilar to the ones that we've drawn 0-0 they've just probably not been quite as good at the Defensive side, the organisation side of. Uh, I think sometimes, like when you think about Fleetwood, we're two up there by half time. We sort of managed the second half and just yeah. managed the yeah. game out, didn't we? I think the reason we we've got the victories against the Premier League teams this year is because because the Premier League teams they don't set up like away teams would do in the league. So it's like us being away. Yeah, isn't so it? if West Ham are playing away at League One Wigan, they know the fans know that. They don't want to see them sitting back, making it hard for us. They want to be getting after them. That's why I'm on more success against their team because they play more they try open. and play like the yeah. open like a home team. Yeah, because yeah. they, they're the favourites, mm-hmm. and that's probably why when the team goes toe to toe with us, you know, we we we're more successful. Well, I saw one of the. Uh, I mean, we're going to come to Oxford in a minute, but it just nails that point. One of the Oxford fans on Twitter today, where he was he was defending. The tactics from from last night because they set up very similar, didn't they? Yeah. And he, he said, uh, somebody said he, he never plays expansive. You, you you know you played like this, Robinson and Robinson when he was at Sheldon. He said we played 
uh, expansive at all against you and you beat us 7 nil. so what does he expect us to do and I think that yeah. was a fair comment yeah, of course it is absolutely yeah. a fair comment of course they're entitled to play how they want to play aren't yeah. they it's their prerogative isn't yeah. it no, and, and the other thing you look at it and within these last two games we're knocking right on the door aren't we yeah. you know <laughs> We sat here going and mourning about this. I don't think we are mourning. We just not mourning, but yeah, find, finding something. It's to not mourning. It's probably something that needs addressing, though, isn't it? From open. I don't know. Though, because I think not, it'd, it'd, it'd be different. It might be suit us more. It'll teams come more. at us. The way it's gone this season, it'll suit us more in the championship. I think because teams will be less defensive. Hmm. I think that's just the nature. Of but the loss will be better quality. Won't they will yes. be better quality. So we'll get punished more if we do those. A few times we've made errors, haven't we, and maybe got caught out of position we've not been punished, but that's the big difference in the Championship, isn't it? And you're playing against £15 million strikers, aren't you? Well, it's a big step up in quality, we know all that, don't we? Well, I think in terms of style of play, I, I, I think it will suit us more. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, people say, oh, well, it suits us last season, but last season we had an absolute clown in charge of us who friend of his own shadow and that's one of the reasons we got relegated I think there was enough trust though from, even from the start with Caldwell in, yeah. his, in his team who'd done the job back to the five at the back didn't he yeah. Just give them a chance mm. obviously put a few players in and we know the areas anyway there's certain players going back from long so we know the areas we need to strengthen but you know, give, them a ch- give them a chance they've, they've, they've performed exceptionally when they've played better sides mm. Just give them, a, give them, a, give them a bit of a chance. You know, don't, don't sort of uh, try and reinvent ourselves like we did last time. I don't think Coote would, though. I mean, he's, he's shown every game this season. He's, we, you know, how he's going to play. You know, he, we want to, want to win every game that we play. He's experienced now. I know he's not at the championship, but Cold, Coldwell was, it was his second season as a manager, wasn't he? No, Cold- he's no, he's commentating on Talk Sport too. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. and you know Paul Cook. I, I don't know. He must have done ten ten years management now, at least, has he? So he, he makes a big difference, I think. That right. Okay, let's move on because um, we, we've been slipping into Oxford. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I prefer Cambridge. <laughs> well, there you go. Oxford United in town last night. Uh, we wanted to dust ourselves off from Saturday's nil nil and see if we could get the three points and give us a bit of breathing space at the top of the table uh, which we actually did uh, have you got the stats from that game Gareth and uh, how much difference are they from, from Saturday's the stats from the game last night versus Oxford possession 60% to Latics 40% to Oxford attempts 12 to the Latics 4 to Oxford on target William managed 3 on target and what Oxford sorry just 1 the Latics had 7 corners to 1 for Oxford committed seven fouls, 13 by Oxford, we didn't get any yellow cards, in fact we didn't get any cards at all, Oxford got three yellows, no reds, fortunately we got one goal, Wilbridge on fire again, 1-0. I'm going to mention the referee though, because I thought he was tremendous, <laughs> <laughs> Mr Kettle. They've been terrible last few weeks. Oh, shocking, oh it was a shocker, wasn't it? Some of his decision making, I mean, for both sides, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway. We just roll on the championship because yeah. the refs are going to get slightly better at least. <laughs> and we we had a think one thing that was a positive from that, from uh, the game against Doctors was uh, Devante Cole came on and we got a good glimpse of what he's capable of. Um, pace, direct, um, lovely setup for Greg. Good uh, composure, wasn't it? Yeah, 
I think he could have uh, perhaps set him up later on as well when he ever shot himself. If it had been nil nil there, you'd have been scared of him, wouldn't you? It, yeah. With it being one nil with a minute left in injury time, you think try and get your goal really, don't you? Mm. I mean, he was unlucky not to score one. No, no, he had a target, didn't he? It was a decent effort. I think Mawson deserves some credit. I've only, said, I've only had the benefit of the highlights, of course, because I didn't get to the game last night. But I think Mawson deserves some credit for the ball he played through. Superb ball, that wasn't mm. it? Great run, of course. But we don't think we had enough runners, did we? Like that last night. I mean, I think Mawson can pick a pass if there's, if yeah. there's the run there. It, it, Measured it perfectly into his stride, didn't he? It was yep. a great, great pass. He was inside the, the full-back as well, wasn't he? So it, it was just a superb ball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, strange old game, wasn't it? I mean, we talked the you were saying, Adam, about Saturday. It bit looked. There was no pace in the team. No, you know, they, they, they weren't on the front foot. And it seemed very similar last night, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, Coco added a bit more of the... Uh Dyer only caused a few problems, won a few free kicks in similar areas, like just outside the box, probably lucky not to get a penalty because one of them was kind of on the edge, so yeah, um, it was just, again, taking too many touches, playing into Oxford hands, you know, Jay, Jay Fulton, you know, he likes to play a slow game, because he's come from Swansea and very known for the slow passing build-up, and, but it doesn't, sometimes you've got to know when to, you know, transition into a quick play, and we didn't seem to have that moment until you know the goal came where we just went direct we picked out the right pass and obviously Devante Colby and Rapid helps us in that situation and you got to say it was deserved but it's a very frustrating game I mean you could everyone you, everyone in the stadium at that point thought we were drifting to a nil-nil again which would have you know every point's crucial well I didn't season, but I, th- I thought we were drifting towards a, a last minute winner that Psychologically sealed up the title. Well, yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Of, it was a bit earlier than I was expecting because it was like watching a chess match again. You know, sideways, sideways, sideways. Probe, come back out. Sideways, sideways. Check, 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 check. Yeah, yeah. They tried a few tricks last night. Um, did Carl Robinson as well? They said, bro, sent his squad out late for the second half, and then had them warming up. They're all doing for that, three minutes. It was quite comical with the referee blowing for us to take the kick off, weren't it? Uh, for those people who weren't there, uh, we'd lined up ready to restart the second half, it was our kick. The referee blew his whistle with uh, Oxford still on the sidelines. Uh, it quickly blew up again, did it? Optimal, delaying the start of play. Well, he, he, he blew at them to get over here and crack on, didn't he? And they just carried on. They just ignored it. And they said. I know this happens all the time, but goalkeepers, he was starting to time worse in the first half, wasn't he? It reminds me of that, uh, I think it was... Figaro, Swindon time. Swindon time. I don't know exactly what he was going to say, yeah. They were yeah. time wasted from the first minute yeah. on throw-ins, like there was a throw-in early on that they were taking ages over, I thought, Jesus, this is going to be... David Perkins was running the line once, he was getting the ball back <laughs> and throwing it to him, yeah. Do you know, the, the referee could solve that I don't want to get assessors, but literally, literally speaking, he's applying the rules. If they, if he's delaying, <coughs> needlessly delaying the start of play, give him a yellow card, and that ends the matter. Well, a, there is a rule, isn't there, that you can't book somebody for time wasting until three minutes before the end when you book the keeper for time wasting, and then jobs are good. Yeah, yeah the thing was, I mean, if I'd have been him, and I was quite surprised, yeah. at the end of the game, I'd have added two minutes on. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? With all the sound yeah. wasting that they'd, that they'd gone through. But he had he had a five on, didn't he? Which sort of made all, all, all the Lassic songs go sink a little bit. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. You'd have got your little drum spot. Yeah. Yeah. The time is the time, isn't it? And we that would have been great for us if we hadn't scored that goal, wouldn't it? And then mm. you thought, yeah, just about right, that. But, yeah, but that's the rules, isn't it? Uh, good goal. I mean, he didn't panic. Cricket did he? Yes, it was his last foot. Shows he can use either foot to... Oh, we've seen them chances missed, haven't That we? one that he'd need over the bar was... was From the corner, yeah. yeah, yeah did he go for a free kick there, for something? Oh, I'm sure he blew for a free he kick. He was bloody not. There was long, there was long the green, I thought it was offside, and I'd seen replay. There's about five plays between him and goal. He was blowing for all kinds of goals. There was one, one down near us, the ball's out of play by, by a foot, and he, he didn't give it. There was another one where it was a... A blatant corner towards and he gave a goal. I think I actually heard you at that point, Paul. I was sat a few rows behind you. <laughs> I couldn't see you, but then I heard you. I, I usually get my voice when there's an opposition right back in front of me. That, that bishop a few weeks back, he copped it. Mm, well, we got the three points. The three points went at the top. There's four games left, and uh, we are eight points clear of third place, Shrewsbury Town. Uh, as good as promoted that it's as. crazy that we're not up already with 90 points yeah, yeah. it is yeah, really. man, we won the title with 87 yeah. last time yeah uh, so yeah. I, I did some uh, lucky 90 points to finish third that Sheffield United did about five years ago and that's the highest third finished point total in, in I don't think you'll get through no, I don't think they'll get no I don't points. think they will now no uh, I've finished uh, still uh, Rotherham can finish. Yeah, Rotherham are on seventy-three points, so they're, they're nine points behind Shrewsbury. They've only, yeah, they've only got three games left for Rotherham, so they'd have to win them all. Yeah, yeah. And Shrewsbury lose them all. So it's Ireland wide, pretty, pretty much Shrewsbury nailed on third place after burying them a, a, a big little cockle. And then it, nobody will be backing them in the playoffs, would they? No. I. I Rotherham. Plymouth. Whatever, I'd back Rotherham off the way they played us the other day. Oh, yeah. Whatever team goes into the playoffs in the best form usually has the best chance. Barnsley did it, didn't they? Yeah. Barnsley, well, Barnsley are on fire. Um, there's three teams just at 7th, 8th and 9th and Plymouth, Portsmouth and Peterborough. Plymouth have a good chance. Any of them three. They've been on fire. Are they still on seven goalkeepers or did they ever up it? But it's crazy really because earlier on the season we've played for Rusby twice, lost one. Mm, I'm sure. drawn the other one nil nil, you know. Yeah. So yeah, they were runaway leaders, weren't they as well? Yeah, they've had a they've had a great season to be yeah. fair. Pound for pound, yeah. we've got to say that they they've had the best season of all the sides in this league, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, you just wish they'd come up here. You wish they could finish up with Blackburn and come up with us. But got an hard game tomorrow with Blackburn, haven't they? Yeah, well, come on, we'll be everybody will be shouting for Peterborough, won't they? Even though Fat Boy Evans is in charge. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, right, let's do a little League One update. Uh, the team of the year has been announced. I don't know if we've seen this. PFA. With PFA, yeah. So this is where the players vote uh, for, for other players. I don't think you can vote for anybody in your own club, can you? I think that's the rule. You can't vote for somebody who plays for your club, so you just vote for others. Uh, the team is Enderson in goal, so he's the uh, Shrewsbury keeper who had an almighty bundle last night, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. Was there any, just before you carry on, is there any restriction on this with loan player? No, yeah, he's on loan. Uh, at left back we've got Bell, 
will grow, uh, burn and burn. So it's, that speaks for everything. Powell, Dak and Otsuma in midfield. Well, that'd be a decent midfield. The championship. Yeah, will win the ball back though. No, that's the thing. This this team is very attack minded. I'd swap Otsuma for Morsi because Otsuma's, I mean, had a good start of the season. He's not really done much. When did they make the decisions on this? Is it? They usually vote around the beginning of March, I think. I think Morsi's kicked everyone in the league, so yeah. that's why he's not giving it. <laughs> and the front three are uh, Grig, Graham, and Marriott. I don't know why Danny Graham's in it. No, no, I don't he's either. Quite big. I mean, goals have scored eleven this season. Thirteen, I think. Thirteen. He's, 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 he's not been pro- prolific, has he? No. Um, and even Owen Doyle scored more than him, so you could share him. Yeah. How many's the Bradford guy got? How many? Charlie White. I don't know. He had a bit of a leap. Spelled into he was injured. He was out for a while. He injured. injured. Then he got sent suspended. Off yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Marriott, um, super player. That that fellow. I think he's. He should have won Player of the Season. I know there's a yeah. golden boot for it, but he's not just good at scoring. He looked like a proper. Threat. Yeah. He's going to end up in the Premier League. I think. Yeah. A really so. good good lad. Uh, so we, we've got four players as of Blackburn and uh, Shrewsbury have got just the one. Um, some more news from League One. Joey Barton <laughs> has been named the Fleetwood Town Football Club manager which he'll take the position up on the 2nd of June. I was disappointed. I was hoping it was for immediate effect. Well, do you know, I think this could have some sort of effect on, on Saturday's game when we play them. I mean... Sheridan's done it. Oh, yeah, he backed himself 5-1. <laughs> because, I mean, surely Sheridan must be thinking, from from the, all the stuff that I've seen today on Twitter, people have said that Sheridan wanted the job. So, you know, he's done a fantastic job since he's yeah, been there, right? But he does it every time with his yeah. clubs, keeps them up, and then he doesn't do anything after that. So you can understand maybe he's done it. Did it at Oldham, didn't he? I think it's more of a gamble bringing Joey Barton in though than keeping all the John Sherry. Not a safe bet, no. Yeah, he's, he's a, he can lose it sometimes, and it's just, so the players aren't going to be. I think he's odds on for the first manager. If I was manager, a football right? player, I wouldn't want to play under Joey Barton as my manager, that's for sure. Uh, a bit of bother at uh, Rochdale again with the crowd last night uh, in the game against Oldham. Um, we <laughs> witnessed it the week before, didn't we? Where people were on the pitch. Uh, Rochdale we were awarded a penalty and a fan jumped over an Oldham Athletic supporter jumped over the barriers and, and challenged the referee sprinted towards the ref I don't know if you've seen it yeah. the ref did a quick side step and he ended up on his backside yeah, the, uh, the skill lad. of the season that should be on the skill skill on yeah. that, he, uh, two players got a grip of him and he was arrested for uh, breaching the, murder yeah I, why and possession of class A drugs as well <laughs> but yeah, he's got no fat. Which <laughs> what an idiot! He looks on the pitch with there's more and more. Uh, you see, particularly at the local games there, don't you? you see more and more dogs on the turn. You're know, going in, sniffer dogs. Yeah. On the on the turnstiles on the way. In. The, the, the it, I'm sure it's at Fylde. I think Fylde had, had dogs oh, on it. And maybe a Blackpool. Possibly. Yeah, they don't mess about. You don't want to. Stro- you're not allowed to stroke the dogs either. Jesus yeah. Christ. But what what kind of idiot, it, it, as as a one man band goes onto the pitch, he's, he's, he knows he's going to get collared because he's the only one there. He's going to get arrested. He's going to get banned. And like you say, it's a special it. special kind of idiot to do it with <laughs> drugs in your pocket. I think he might have been <laughs> taking the drugs. Yeah, that might be why he's rolling to run on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. But oh dear. 
Yeah, so anyway, it's ended in a piece that, that game. Uh, Rochdale missed, missed the subsequent penalty that had been awarded. It was oh, six minutes, three or six minutes stoppage, I think, before. Tight at the bottom for them too, innit? Yeah. It was a better result for all of them, wasn't it? Yeah, and then they had a goal displayed uh, towards the end of the game as well, didn't they? Calvin Avery. It was a free kick, that, though. Yeah. I've seen it, yeah. We might have a big say in that, yeah. We play Wimbledon, don't we? We do, of course, yeah. Yeah, well, so I weren't clear either. And talking of Wimbledon, the last bit on the League One update. Uh, Wimbledon are not going to face F- F- they won't be facing well they've had the charges by the FA dropped over um, their clash with MK Dons where they refused to name MK Dons in the match day programme because of the animosity between the two clubs so the, the FA dropped it? they've come to an agreement and they've, uh, they've got both teams talking to each other now right, so, mediation yeah <laughs> Right, okay, let's move on. I think I know where that, that discussion went. We'll drop the charges if you stop being pillocks. <laughs> Done. That's pretty much it, isn't it? I used that word so, so that you didn't have to cut anything out. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, uh, we've got Fleetwood. Obviously, this is a big game for two reasons. Um, for us, because we're going to nail promotion on. Obviously, there's quite a few people going to be walking to Fleetwood. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're going to be walking there for chosen school. So uh, we had Paul Kendrick on last week who explained everything that's going on. If people want to get involved, you know where to get all of him on Twitter, and uh, you can do that and support people. Uh, I know your mum sponsored every single walk, aren't you? It seems like. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, she keeps yeah. messing. Oh, sponsored such, sponsored such, so you probably you got beyond uh, uh, Tesco Value Beans yeah, and Steel Bread for the next year. Yeah. Well, she pays everybody off. What's yours? Jamie Walker as well. <laughs> Jamie Walker. Yeah, some of the baddies out today. Pizzas, do they come cheap? Yeah, they'll be. Uh, I'm up. I'll, I'll tell you about them afterwards. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so so that's the walk. We've got uh, the game. Obviously, they've got the turmoil with the manager situation at Fleetwood. Uh, they're a club that we've never lost against. We've won every single game we've played. We've only played them three times, but we've we've won them all. Um, the referee for the game is Dean Whitestone from North Ants. He's on 36 games, 91 yellows and three reds. Uh, if you recognise his name, it's probably because uh, he he refed us very recently against Scunthorpe down at the DW when the we drew three. The good thing is he's not Trevor Kettle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the odds for the game. Uh, it's three to one the draw. Six to one Fleetwood, and we're two to one on to win. Gareth, what sort of form are the Fleetwood uh, cut in? They're actually they're actually very good for they're currently fourteenth in the league with fifty four points from their forty three games mid table. But the last six games have been pretty terrific actually. They've won four of them, and the two they've lost are against Rotherham at Rotherham three two. And most recently against Blackpool in the local derby, 2-1 last week. So four wins and two defeats, close defeats, you've got to say it's pretty good. Yeah, and he, uh, since Sheridan's gone in there, he has turned them right, so he's probably got them scrapping away. Conor McAlean has been playing as well, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah, so yes. He's scored a couple of screamers. He always scores a screamer, doesn't he, McAlean? Yeah, yeah. also. Yeah, well, I think I've seen him score one tapping, and it weren't really tapping because he bowled his bulldozed his way through do you remember down at the DW later on in the game I can't remember who it was against Rochdale now. Rochdale yeah, yeah last minute you were this yeah yeah alright alright <laughs> um, 
didn't really work out for Rostle, did it? In the end, he had his second season, didn't he? That's it's always the problem with with Hoover, that one. Uh, we beat some two 0 down here. We mentioned that before. Uh, Nick Powell and Dan Byrne both scored in the first half. Gareth, how do you see this game going, and what's your predictions? I've said it before. It's all about Wigan. I think it's said every week, don't it? Uh, we're playing it like I said. We're, you know, uh, far away from home is is terrific. We're playing away from home. Let's nail promotion. Three 0 Wigan. Paul, bit more conservative. Two 0 but. Game over nice and easy, which again I think I said the same last week for both games, and then was way wider the mark. Yeah, do you see changes in the team? Yeah, but it's hard to work out which ones, isn't it now? Because you know, you, you look at Cole might come in, um, on the team, yeah, you, you've not, you know, Reese James, you haven't seen for donkeys, even though Callum Elder perhaps could be with a fresh one, Nathan Byrne will probably come back in, you know, the changes are there, aren't they? Hmm. Um, we're in a position where we've got a strong squad, so whoever comes in, you're laughing, aren't you? Really, you should be. Yeah. Adam. Um, yeah, bit, bit of a part, party atmosphere, you know, uh, with the walk as well, and you know, it's it's, it's the highlight away game, one of the away games coming at the end of the season, a bit like Blackpool last time in League One. So hopefully, I know it's you know you expect Bury to be get beat by Shrewsbury, but you never know, and if we clinch promotion, it'll be. Sweet, but you know uh, it might be a bit of an edgy affair. Uh, probably go for a, a one 0 Wigan. And you were one of the lucky ones to get a ticket, weren't you? Was lucky, yeah. So you're going in the Ivory Chippy before the game. Something local fishing chip. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see how it pans out. <laughs> see how messy it is before. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Hughes was one of the unfortunate ones not yeah. to get a ticket, weren't you? Yeah. Even though he's tried to get one in any end you could. Any post in the shop? <laughs> any post in the store I've heard about you, Adam? No, I'll, um, Doncaster, that'll be the one for me. Yeah. So got my ticket for that. Um, Simon put his in yet? Uh, well, he will be doing. So, uh, you mentioned about, uh, Paul mentioned about possible Cole coming back and you, I heard you harp about it being a former club. Do you think he's done enough to get at least a place on the bench? I think he's got to be on the bench. It'd be, be really tough on him, wouldn't it? Because he has said that people have to wait for the chance and would we have won that game last night without him? Mind you, no. So he's a match, he's a match winning player, so he might turn into like the last few games maybe a bit of that in, impact play I suspect Will Grigg will come back into the team so whether he can find a place because it'd be hard you couldn't really leave Bourne out either because of what he's done the last few weeks so it's whether you can get him in the team on the bench as well possibly he finds very harsh if he doesn't um, it's going to be a tough game because I think I've always rated Fleetwood actually I think they've always been a decent decent, decent enough side since they've um, since they got into the football league and and in this at this level, they've they've been up and down a bit, but they've um, they seem to have turned it around in the last few weeks. Uh, I think the fact that it's away again, as Gareth said, is going to help us. So I think it, a solid, if not spectacular, at this stage of the season, two 0 A solid two 0 mm. yeah, So we've, we've all gone for clean sheets, apart from who I've not said yet. Um, 
I'm tempted for, to go for a, a one apiece, but I really do see, see it being tighter. But is it going to, I don't know. I'm going to go with Adam. I'm going to go for a one nil last six one. Yeah, I can't, I can't, can't bet against us. All right, so we move on then. We move on on Tuesday. If we don't, if we don't nail it on Saturday, there's a good chance we're going to nail it on Tuesday, and we go down to the Memorial Ground where we'll be attempting to play the the rearranged rearranged game against Bristol Rovers. Um, the referee for the game is uh, Mr. Steve Martin from Staffordshire. He's done 38 games this season, 88 yellows, two reds. He's uh, a referee who usually finds himself at championship level and that's where he refed us last, and that was last season, when uh, he did the Sheffield Wednesday game <coughs> down here, which ended in a 1-0 defeat for the Lassics. What else last season? We lost everything 1-0. Friday night game, it was Has he not refed us in one of the cup games? No, he's not refed us this season. You, you know for certain that? Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. yeah I had his name was hanging about. Yeah, his name rings about to make it. I was waiting for the usual... Like laundry list of jokes, yeah. Yeah, cheaper than either doesn't Yeah, that's the... The funny. dirty, rotten scoundrel, etc, <laughs> etc. Et yeah. The man with two brains, yeah. I'm sure we've had him this season. No, we've not. Uh, I've heard them jokes this season. <laughs> he just feels like you have. You've heard them <laughs> that many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, I have. Yeah. Uh, we've previously played uh, the gas, as they are affectionately known, 25 times. We've won 10, lost 10 and drawn five. Um, we played them down here and beat them 3-0. We was all sort of impressed with them until they had a man sent off and they seemed to crumble a little bit. Uh, Powell on 30 minutes, Grigor Massey with, two second, with a second half goal apiece. Uh, so was on that day. Gareth, what sort of form are the gas in? Well, they're sat 12th in the league. Two above Fleetwood have just mentioned. <coughs> With having played 42 games, 56 points they've amassed this season. But the recent form is not too terrific at all, really. Of the last six games, they've won one, drawn three, and lost two. The one game they won was at home against Berry, so it's not fabulous form, is it, really? No. They snatched a point against Blackburn last week, though. Uh, yes. Which was brilliant. Yes, yeah. of course. Which was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But I think there are a bit of, quite a bit of an uh, up and down style which suggests, anyway, with the league position, right, they, they seem to have been 12th all season, don't they? Mid table, without moving. Um, they win, they lose, they win, they lose, they win, they lose, they win, they lose. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Having said that, they do against Charlton as well, so that's not. A, 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 yeah. So perhaps I'm uh, looking too much into the. Uh, you know outcomes rather than looking at what actually happened yeah so what, what's your what's your prediction for that game Gareth? another Wigan win Paul it's a long trip on a Tuesday night isn't it down to the yeah, West Country it is and I, I'm I'm going to go more off what my eyes told me when they were here rather than the form book and I'm going to go with one apiece because I think they were worth a point when they came here even though we put three past them yeah. I don't um, I've always got a backers this time of season. Um, it won't be easy. Uh, Blackburn didn't find it easy, so they only scored off a penalty. So they're not a bad side. I know they've. I think they got promoted last season or the season before. So um, 
it's going to be tough Tuesday night it's a long way to go and they're going to want to you know beat the best even though they've not got anything really to play for I think they're just too far off the playoffs now but they've been in and around it all season so you can't underestimate them I fancy a scrappy 2-1 and I believe that will be the game that we see promotion so yeah it's a game that you may you're considering to go you consider to go so on a trip on a on a, on a school night isn't it yeah. it is but it, it is looking like the more likely game to see a promotion isn't it if you look at the fixtures he's pres- I know it's difficult at the stage of the season, but you'd think Shrewsbury beat Barry only on Saturday. Um, we, Shrewsbury we, we play on the Tuesday night? I don't know. Yeah, Shrewsbury, yeah, Shrewsbury, uh, Shrewsbury play Peterborough the same night. But well, we're yeah, clear now, guys. How many points clear of Shrewsbury at the moment? Eight, well, eight. We're on 90. So eight, Shrewsbury on 82. So, so it's one of them, isn't it? You secure... Put, you basically secure promotion with a win at Fleetwood and a draw no, at, Brist- at Bristol Rovers because there's no way they're going yeah, to make four points we need four points but it wouldn't say that P would it in brackets you know on the uh, when they show it on Sky Sports or whatever other broadcasters available but I do think that the point to make it pretty much all but mathematically certain I think that's what we'll get there and I think well, yeah it goes 2-2 I think you go for a 2-2 because two, two, Simon won't go for that so <laughs> I bet he does though <laughs> no, I've gone for he'll just copy my results down here well I am you mentioned it was it uh, Paul or, or Adam I don't want to do it they've nothing to play for Adam yeah they've nothing to play for and I think uh, we have, we've everything to play for no we've got promotion but we've got got a tackle as well and I think it'll be burning in these players to finish up Blackburn this season um, and I, th- I think we'll go down there and we'll win I think we'll win we'll keep another clean sheet because Christian Walton is a superb clean sheeter and I think we'll win 3-0 that's fine I think it's just going to be one of them nights 3-0 to us because uh, it'll be an open game I think they'll come have a go at us uh, so uh, before we knock it on the internet let's just have a look at uh, the way things are lying at the moment we're top obviously, 90 points, Blackburn in second on 87, and they play Thursday, uh, and we've got Shrewsbury in 82, so it's just between us three, it's looking like we're nailed on now. Um, Blackburn have got Peter at home, Doncaster away, Charlton away, and then Oxford at home. Um, I can see them dropping... Um, I think they'll lose one of those away games, uh, myself, possibly at Charlton. And I think they'll they'll drop points at home to Peterborough as well. So I can see think them, any uh, drop points for Blackburn uh, would be uh, be awesome, that would be a dent in the title hopes. Yeah. And, uh, I think any they, you know they've got to win all the games now because mm. even if we you know lose one of our remaining games but win the rest still and they win well, them all we're still. They, they had the chance, didn't they? They did. They conceded in the last minute. They bottled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, but it's funny to to see how it is now after they won the league at, you know, at half town at Ewood. Quarter one on the <laughs> on the March the fourth. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a famous shot of Danny Graham going like that to the away end for a good thirty seconds after they scored the second. So it's nice to see, you know, 
Look how it is, Danny. Yeah. Oh. A couple of champions that on Bristol Rovers getting, couldn't we? I'm just thinking. If everybody else drops points, yeah. yeah. Well, that's we, we don't need to worry about Shrewsbury doing because yeah. if we win our if we win our two games, that puts us yeah, puts nine, them. nine yeah. points clear in it at Blackburn, and they've got two games before then, haven't they? They lose both of those. Well, yeah. I, can't that. I don't know. Blackburn at Doncaster. I think that's on the Tuesday, though, isn't it? That? They're at Doncaster. Yeah, they, can they play the same night as us? I think so. Yeah, they do, yeah. So we're looking at either winning the title in our last home game or already having the title by our last home game. Yeah, it, it should be a party either way. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a great thing to mention before we finish that as well. The prices for that game are, are, are superb, aren't they? Ten, ten, ten quid. Come on, the Wigan public. Yeah. If you can make it. I was so, I was so down last night when I saw the great. I mean, top of the table was just, just over 8,000, right? Yeah. I was going to say that before, actually. You know what we said about us performing well in those cup games? You know, we've had the, the crowds, I think. It makes a massive difference. Yeah. Psychologically, you know, when you kick off. It had one of them horrible atmospheres last night, didn't it, where they rub off on each other, don't they? The crowd's not really up for it, they're a bit complacent at the start, and the players aren't, and then the crowd can't get going, and it... I mean, Paul Cook said, praised the crowd throughout mm. the game, but I don't think it was a, a very noisy crowd, was it, last night? No, no. It wasn't Gareth. That's why I weren't there. No, no, that's why it weren't noisy. Yeah. We need to get you some time off work so you can get there. You need to like Paul. If everyone shake you like Paul, it'd be a noisy stadium. The Danish ticks were making some noise next to me. I mean, they, they really were. Were they the ones sat at the bottom? No, they were sat uh, in row M and N yesterday. Right in front of you, pretty much. Sat of me. The 18 year old Danish, Danish uh, supporters club. <laughs> they were over on an 18th party, they said. So was, yeah, but they were, they were singing Wilderings on Fire. They got a nice little. Uh, well, we're waffling on here into oblivion, aren't we? So, this time next week we'll be back and hopefully um, we'll be promoted. We'll have champagne. Nailed on and possibly champions as well. Right then, it's good night for me. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.